0: Welcome inside, it's that time of the week. Welcome, it's the JSK Media Sports Podcast. I'm Jonah Klingman, I'm alongside Sean Schwal. This is the podcast where we hang out, talk sports, make some picks, and are sure to play some games, so stick around, we'll catch you up on the sports world. I'm feeling good, Sean. The Dodgers are in a bad spot, but later in the show, I'll explain that they're actually doing just fine. But either way, we're at a good spot in sports, feeling good. I have an early fun question for you. I have an early fun question for you, all right? They're adding a sport. It looks like they're adding some sports to the Olympics. And some of those sports include flag football and lacrosse. Have you seen that?
1: Yeah, I have. It's crazy. I mean, this is like... My personal additions to the Olympics. All right.
0: right. Don't get ahead of yourself. But my question for you, Sean, regardless of skill level and whatnot, if they called you and they said, Sean Spall, you're either the starting quarterback for the Olympic flag football team in Los Angeles in 2028, or you're going to be a starter on the lacrosse team. Which one are you choosing, Sean? Your two sports flag football and the Olympics, Johnny, you could represent the USA in flag football.
1: See, I think what's hard about that question is I think I'd pick flag football because like football is the biggest sport in America and now it's somewhat being represented in the Olympics and playing in LA, I think I'd pick flag football, but then also lacrosse is like my real sport and what I've been playing and what I've dedicated so much time to. So I think I'd pick lacrosse because that's what like I wish, like I want to know that I've been playing lacrosse for 10 years. And it turned out I'll be playing the Olympics. So I think I choose lacrosse, but football would also be a lot of fun.
0: The crazy part is, right, I'm sure there's a flag football team in the United States. I'm sure there's some high level of flag football. But just imagine if you put a flag on Tyreek and Devontae.
1: and you put a flag around like Justin Herbert. <laughs> they should they really should just make a super team of NFL stars. You think it would transfer over? Oh, absolutely. You make a team of Mahomes, Christian McCaffrey, Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson. They are beating every single country by 50.
0: I mean, what are these other teams doing? Getting their rugby team and learning flag football yeah, in a week and pretty much putting on
1: uniforms? Yeah. And we're picking the best football players in the world.
0: All right, Sean, you'll be you'll be of age in uh I will I'll be. see
1: you in the Olympics in <laughs> LA. I, I could only hope. All right. All right, let's
0: switch. Let's get into the nitty-gritty. Let's get into Major League Baseball. Listen to this, Sean. Prior to 2023, an 100-win MLB team had never opened the postseason with back-to-back losses at home against a team with at least 10 fewer regular season wins than them. It's happened twice this year with the Orioles and Dodgers, and Orioles just got swept to the Rangers' first team in MLB history to sweep two teams with a combined 200 regular season wins in a single postseason. And it, it was, this was the flurry. Everyone was saying, oh, this format sucks. But then Austin Riley hit a go ahead home run. So it took heroics for the Braves to finally get it going and avoid doing what the Orioles did. And hopefully the Dodgers don't do. And it's raising this question is there a flaw in this system? The Dodgers and the Braves. Two, the two best records in the National League have played two baseball games in nine days. A sport that goes 162 games in just six months has teams almost taking two all-star break long worth breaks between the biggest games of the year. And look, the Astros always find a way. We'll see what happens for the Braves. And while it's fun for these lower-lying teams to make team runs, It ultimately may hurt baseball having the Dodgers. Look, last year, Dodgers and the Braves didn't make it this year. It's looking like at least one of them won't make it to the NLCS this year. So, Do you think we should change the system? Is there a flaw? I like expanded playoffs. I don't really see a better format than right now. So I just say, figure it out. It's still new. These one and two seeds may find strategies to stay hot as the year goes on. For the Dodgers, I go, they're just getting cold in, in in these games. It's but that layoff is tough, Sean. Maybe it's a good thing because you have teams like the Diamondbacks maybe making it to the NLCS. But does something need to change here?
1: I think something needs to change, but I'm gonna say that while saying I don't know how, because in other sports, you know, you look at football, that bye week is huge. Giving an extra week of rest is the best thing you could give a football team, allows them to get their guys healthy and warm up, because once football season starts, none of those players are healthy. They're all hurt at some extent of being hurt, so having two weeks off is huge to let them heal, and they're even more ready going into the week of game. But for baseball, having this time off and allowing teams like the Diamondbacks to get so hot in the wild card, it feels like a disadvantage. To be the one of the two seed, which shouldn't be right. They they had such great regular seasons, a hundred plus win regular seasons, to secure this spot, and now they're almost coming in with what feels like a disadvantage. And it's something where I I was talking about with my dad tonight that you don't want to go to the wild card because you don't want to have a chance to lose in the wild card. But it's almost like if you could guarantee a win in the wild card, you'd rather your team go to the wild card then just be straight into the NLDS, have that buy, Giving them the time to keep their hitters hot and fresh seems better than the buy. So I don't know how they should change it, but something feels wrong. Sean,
0: how many games is a major league spring training?
1: I don't even know. It's like
0: a month, it's 30.
1: Yeah, like a month.
0: Right, it takes a lot of time for baseball players to get their timing and then sitting for a week while another team is playing playoff yeah. baseball, it's tough. And look, it's easy for me to say as a Dodger fan because we've been plagued by this. But if teams like the Dodgers, like the Orioles, who had the second best record in baseball, the Braves last year, maybe the Braves this year, you're not going to get those marquee matchups. Yeah. Objectively, if you're a network, a Braves-Dodgers NLCS is going to reel in more money than a Diamondbacks-Phillies ones. That's just the facts. At the Dodgers side, I told you I'd get to this. The Dodgers are winning this series. They're down 2-0. You win on Wednesday. It's 2-1. They came back 2-1 against the Giants in 2021. They came back 3-1 against the Braves in 2020 in the NLCS. And that Braves team was much better than this Diamondbacks team. The Dodgers are still in it, Sean. I cannot stand... Everyone on Twitter giving up on their team.
1: Yeah, I think I think this game three is a big decider. Obviously, it's a big decider if they lose their out. But I think if the Dodgers win game three, Kershaw will bounce back game four. This is a historic Hall of Fame all-time pitcher. He's not having two bad starts in a row. So if we can get to a game four, we'll win a game four. Then we go to that Game 5, and that that Game 5, the hitters will have time to get back, and I think we will win that. So I think we really just have to win Game 3 with Lance Lynn on the mound, and we're going to win the series.
0: I mean, these Dodger fans of line have signed the death wish on the Dodgers. Come on. We've won three games in a row all year. Yeah. They can do it. You, you slugfest Game 3. Pray to the Baseball Gods for Lance Lynn. Hall of Fame, Kershaw, Redemption, Game 4. And then again, anything can happen, Game 5, it's all staff. So I'm looking looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a... Hopefully, it's going to be a hell of a rest of a series.
0: How was that USC game, Sean? I mean, watching it, it was such a long game. But uh, you're a big USC fan. You're, of course, at the Coliseum. But for me as a fan, just, I hadn't, if anything, I was rooting for the Wildcats. I'm a Cal fan of the Pac-12, so obviously I want USC to lose a game. But college overtime is like watching a good movie. I mean, from from an outside looking in perspective, that was so much fun. But from your perspective, what was that like?
1: Extremely stressful. Very very stressful game. How'd your and voice I sound think, Sunday morning? Oh, it was raspy, very raspy. Um, but I think what really made that game more, much more stressful and must much less enjoyable for me was that it should not have been close. USC should have <laughs> killed Arizona, and I think that's why it like was very stressful because. That was SC playing at about its worst and taking it down to the wire, almost ruining all college football playoff hopes. And that game was very stressful to be there and watching. But listen, from a fan perspective, it is a very fun and very entertaining game to watch. But from a pretty big fan, it was very stressful.
0: Sean, if that was stressful, what's the Cal Bears upset going to do to you at the end of the month? The Cal Bears upset?
1: Yes. so if the Cal Bears upset USC, I'm not even going to be stressed. I'm just going to move on, find a different team. (laughs) Okay.
0: You're going to become a a Golden Bears fan. I love it. Sure. That'll that'll be fun. But, Sean, we're now halfway through the college football season already. But I want to ask, which teams have surpassed your expectations and which ones have sort of underachieved? What are the shockers and what are the... uh, I guess shockers on both sides of things. Shocker because they're better. Shocker because they're worse. But give it to me midway thoughts, Sean.
1: So my underwhelming team this year is, I'm going to say Clemson. A what was thought to be blue blood team with Dabo Sweeney that's been very talented and very competitive for the last five, six, seven, eight years in college football have really fallen off. They had Cade Klubnik step in as a five-star in his second year with the team and was expected to be very good for them and a very good game manager with weapons around him and a always very solid defense from Clemson and they've just been inconsistent everywhere they've been losing games they should win and kind of falling off the map of college football losing that that hold they had on the ACC and how they were expected to consistently be the ACC champion and Kind of losing that. We see Florida State taking back over. And th- this Clemson team is really disappointing for me so far. And I expected a lot more out of them. And even if it's not, you know, a top four season for them, I always expect them to be in the top 15, top 10 conversation. And they're, or I don't even think they're ranked right now. And then my, um someone that surpassed my expectation is Oklahoma. This team is good. We saw them beat Texas in their Red River rivalry last weekend, and Dylan Gabriel looks like a Heisman candidate. He's very talented with his arms, with his legs. He's all over the field making plays everywhere, and this defense is incredible. It is incredible. This is a scary Oklahoma team that I think can go to the college football playoff and is not what I expected from them at the beginning of the season. I thought this was going to be a 8, 10, maybe 12 ranked team by the end of the season, and I think they can be top four if they keep playing how they're playing now. Sean, great, great analysis there. I got to ask you, what's better? Waking
0: up Saturday morning, still got two days ahead of you on the weekend, and you get to watch college games all day, and with all these night games end the day with an SC game, and this year an SC win, they're undefeated, or wake up Sunday and here's our, our boy Scotty goes, seven hours of commercial-free football.
1: What's better, Sean? I think that's the hardest question that I've ever been asked. And because both days are just Forget so Forget the exciting. meaning of life, Sean. It's that it's question. so perfect. But I think the only reason that I'm going to go with Saturday is because when you're, you're sitting go there Saturday. watching that Saturday night football game, you don't have that stress and anxiety of, I need to be up. And at school at 8.25 the next morning in whatever class or about the homework, you get to sit there and say, I still get to sleep in tomorrow. I still get to watch football tomorrow and I get to enjoy what's happening now. So I think both days are amazing. But the fact that Saturday you have the reassurance of another weekend day versus Sunday, you're sitting there Sunday night football worrying about your homework and school the next day.
0: Right, all day Saturday you go, when this is over, I still have a whole other day of football. Exactly,
1: you you have that reassurance.
0: Yeah, I like that. All right, so after this Saturday, it's going to be Sunday. You will only have one day of left, and they will be up to your big three. So your Texans pushed when given those two points, so that was a, a, a tie there. But Colts, who you had even won outright, Saints whom you had plus points, blew out the Patriots. Patriots are now a poverty franchise, Sean. Can you believe it? It's it's insane. I, I think it's Belichick's last year. Possibly. So, not a golden week, but our first undefeated week for one of us. So, congratulations. I went 2-1. and one, So, uh, Great claps week. all around, Sean. A nice rebound Great week. week. But it's now week six. Hit me with your big three
1: alright i'm gonna start with the falcons at home given plus two and a half against the commanders it's a team i've picked before in the falcons and i really like them at home desmond ritter is much much better at home than he is away and they're comfortable there and this falcon seems young and good and talented and i think they'll beat the commanders out right here and they're giving the points next i'm going to go to the dallas cowboys minus two in the Los Angeles against the Chargers. And rough week from the Cowboys playing the Niners. But I think that's going to motivate them a lot. And they're going to come into Los Angeles with a fire. That defense is very talented. And we know what Dak can do as a game manager with CeeDee Lamb, Tony Pollard. So I think they'll settle into this game and kind of send a message to the NFL this week. And then I'm going to take the Saints. Minus one and a half at the Texans Derek Carr starting to heal that shoulder more and more and as he does that offense is just going to continue to get better we have Alvin Kamara also working back and away from his injury he's going to keep getting better and keep losing that snap count he might be on and I think this Saints team is like Kamara and Carr just going to keep getting better as they go on with this defense is very good and with everything improving if it all comes together I think this is a team that could win the NFC South, and I think they'll win by more than a point and a half this week.
0: You've been crushing it, Sean. You feel good about this one?
1: I'm confident. Uh, I'm yeah, confident. You've been, in these three. you've
0: been you've been on fire.
1: Yeah, uh, i I think I'm I think these three are gonna be pretty good. We'll see. We'll see. But now we gotta see what I'm gonna do. I did well with
0: my favorites, so I'm gonna ride that wave again. Take advantage of these early lines. I'm gonna take three road favorites this week. Number one. This one seems like a no-brainer, 49ers minus 5.5 over Bears, let's book it. Brock Purdy, 10-0 regular season, let's keep it going. He's going to go to 11-0 and and he's going to win this game by 6 or more. Next, number 2, Lions, minus 3 in Tampa Bay. Small line, Lions looking good. Jared Goff, I see them winning outright by at least a touchdown, so forget that 3. Lastly, Eagles minus 7, a touch high for my liking. But they just beat the Rams, and now they're playing the Jets. The Jets had to do a lot to get that win last week over the Broncos. So I'll take my chance here. It's a good three, Jenna. Thanks, Sean. You like them? I like them. If you if you feel it, then I feel it. I need that good Sean Mojo. Stick in, stick in with the favorites. All right, Sean. We're gonna go into our fun question right now, and it's uh, it foreshadows the game. So it's a little random, Ooh. but. It, I don't start thinking too much. Don't start thinking too much. Okay, okay. All okay. right, Sean. My question for you for us is what's your favorite jersey number?
1: So I think I have to go with my jersey number and it's something that I chose pretty young and kind of just stuck with in 21. I, yeah, I mean, really like it as a number and it's just been my it's been my number in almost every sport since third, fourth grade.
0: The funny thing, Sean is I mean, we both know this, so but yeah.
1: It's it's my number two. I know, which is crazy because it's it really had no. We didn't coordinate that at right. all. Right,
0: it's not like we have a birthday on twenty one. No, <laughs> right, we didn't coordinate when we were born. We weren't like were like we are both twenty one. Yeah, we were both. Twin- I don't know. I just think it's a pretty number. I love Walker Bueller, and he was twenty one, so I think that uh. helped too. But it's it's blackjack, you know, like yeah, lucky number seven three. It's just a pretty number. I don't. I don't know. I do like ten. Ten's a good 10's, one. 10's great. KT's ten. I mean, one's a classic, Sean. One's a classic. I one's mean, a classic,
1: and I'm liking. One... I'm liking the the zero slash double zero. Yeah. As they come into like but Sean, the NFL, one
0: was the first number. Like one really paved the way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, you ready for the game, Sean? I'm ready. My mind has been flying around since you said that. How well do you know
0: NFL players' numbers?
1: I I think pretty well.
0: All right. I have 10 players for you. There's three easy ones, three medium, and then four tough.
1: Okay. How many do you think you could get? I think I should at least get six, maybe seven. All right. Dak Prescott. Four.
0: All right, that's one point. Jalen Hurts.
1: One. Jalen Ramsey. Well, he was 20, but now he's five.
0: Five, bingo. All right, now we're into the medium, okay? All right. Maybe they're easy for you, but they're medium for Jonah. <laughs> Nick Chubb.
1: 24. Tony Pollard. 20. Trayvon Diggs. Seven. Oh,
0: six for six. <laughs> All right. How are you feeling, Sean? Back four. There's getting a little tough. I'm,
1: I'm a little nervous because I, I really don't have a sense of what your tough is. If it's going to be like some random guy, no, 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 no. I'm going to really know it. No, no, no. All right. Von Miller. Von Miller, 50? 40. Forty.
0: Oh, I knew that. All right. Now oh, your best terrible. you can do is nine. Zach Ertz. Eighty-six.
1: Eighty-six.
0: Very good. All right. You're seven for eight. There's, can you get to nine? Seven.
1: Let's do it. Fred Warner. Fifty-four.
0: Wow. All right. Last one. Can you go nine for ten? T.J. Watt.
1: Ninety.
0: All right, Sean, I'm going to give you a bonus one to see if right, you could get it. to 10. This is your bonus one. You ready? Yeah. What number was I in high school on the baseball team?
1: So you wait. Okay, wait, let me. You were. Oh, God. Because you were 21 because I was 21. Right. You were. Oh, my know What number were you? Was he in the 30s? Yeah, it was. Was it 33? No. Oh, what was it? AG was 33. AG, you're right. <laughs> you're right. AG was 33. What were you? 35. 35. 35 Cody Bellinger.
0: 35. I did not hit yep. like 30 like Cody Bellinger, but uh, it was not good. Quite. It suited me for the time. You've been listening to the JSK Media Sports podcast. Consider sharing our podcast with a friend to build up our JSK family consider giving us a rating. It'd be much appreciated. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Go Dodgers!